And welcome to EcoGal, the Curious Consumer. I'm Ashley. Today in the EcoGal studio with me is Francisco Torres, founder of Compost for Life. Francisco is also the manager. He's an environmentalist and he's passionate about our planet. His mission and the mission of his company is to leave the planet better than how we found it and to protect biodiversity through composting food waste. So welcome. Glad to have you here. Thank you, Ashley, for having me here. (laughs) So before (laughs) we get started, I would love to hear from you, like, what are some of your core values? Um, Yeah, one of, uh, you know, my main and most fundamental core value is uh, the connection that we have with everything that surrounds us, uh, or connection with uh, animals, plants, uh, or community. So a way how we connect with each other, with everything that is around in our environment. How did you get interested in composting? Uh, well, since I've been, you know, a human and since I've been little, um, I've always, you know, loved being outdoor. I love going to the ocean, to a beach, uh, going hikes, to the mountains. And little by little, you see and you appreciate every time more uh, how much we relied uh, on our natural environment. Uh, when I moved to Miami, I used to live for many years in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, where we had a compost service. Um, when we when I came to Miami, I noticed that hey, we live in such an amazing place, so close uh, uh, to the water. Uh, the bay and um, you start realizing, wow, like, you know, there is so much we can do and what we can offer uh, through composting. I was involved with uh, regular uh, beach cleanups Mm -hmm. and I noticed um, how younger generations really have um, that initiative and that understanding of uh, the things that we need to do, okay, for Mm -hmm. our environment, how much they care. And I think this is something that is coming and we need to really start doing something different. And in this case, you know, uh, we decided to start a composting uh, service uh, to prevent food waste from going uh, to from going to uh, landfills. Mm -hmm. Very nice. And um, for people that really don't understand what composting is. Mm-hmm. Yes, so composting is um, the natural breakdown of uh, organic matter. Uh, so all what we're doing is really uh, picking up for some considered waste, okay, when we send it to landfills, but I don't like calling it waste because it's just your food scraps. We turn your food scraps um, into finished compost, uh, this rich and high nutrient soil that Mm. can be later used uh, for farming and uh, growing our food and and our plants and veggies. Uh, So it's uh, very important because it really shows the connection that we have with our surroundings. Yes. I like that, that you don't call it waste. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like the leftovers, right? We, and we send these leftovers to return back to nature and to be able to continue to work for us, right? Exactly. 
Yes. Yeah, that's really beautiful. So tell me a little bit about your company and really how that functions. Yeah, so we are a compost community initiative and we offer um, uh, food scraps. We call it like, you know, compost uh, for residential and commercial. So we operate uh, different routes uh, throughout the week. Uh, we provide a container where you deposit all your organic uh, or food scrap, uh, scraps and we come on a regular basis, uh, pick it up and we take it to our farm which in a matter of 120 days or so is turned into finished uh, compost that can be later used even in your home garden, in a community garden, or for uh, local farmers. Um, As part of our program, we also offer uh, your compost back. So you as a subscriber, you can either donate it. When you donate it, we take it to the farmers or you can just receive it back. So you receive about 50 pounds of finished compost that you can use in your home garden, for example. Oh, that's really nice. It's nice to, to, to see kind of the finished product. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it is really rich. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, and what we really try to do is um, show that connection and how tangible that is because sometimes, you know, we might think, oh, yeah, we put this in the trash and this goes somewhere. But do we really know how we affect the environment? Do we really know where it goes? Um, so how are we contributing? Even though that we might be one person in the entire world population, mm-hmm. it does matter what our habits are, what we do with um, our waste or our food scraps. How can we return that? to modern nature. So through composting, we're taking those nutrients that we have taken from, from the soil, yeah. uh, we're sending them back. So we are li- really living in a sustainable uh, way. Yeah, it's like a full cycle. Exactly, yes. So when people put their food in their trash can, where mm-hmm. does it go? And really, why is it that we need to change that behavior? So when we send uh, our garbage into um, the conventional trash, um, it typically ends up um, in a landfill. So when uh, our organics end up in a landfill, um, they go through what is called an anaerobic process, which means a lack of oxygen. Hmm. When there is a lack of oxygen, um, we generate methane gas, at the landfills, which mm-hmm. methane gas is at 21 times worse than uh, carbon monoxide or CO2. All right. So when this happens, we're generating uh, very bad uh, greenhouse gases that contribute to climate change and uh, global warming. So when you think about it, all that we're trying to use instead of putting it, putting your organic uh, scraps into one bin, you're putting this into a different bin. So through understanding, education, awareness, and knowing where our organics are going, uh-huh. uh, we create that connection. And we say, you know what, like we want to contribute as an organization, as individuals to the right cause. There is a greater cause than uh, what we're doing. There is, you know, we're fighting climate change. We're fighting uh, contamination, pollution, the use of herbicides um, and pesticides. We're really trying to 
honor the cycle of life through composting. Uh, so that's why it's so important for us to understand what are those consequences. It's like anything in life. When we make one decision, mm -hmm. it has you know, a good consequence or a bad consequence. Sometimes we might just not know what that consequence is, but it's our responsibility to understand where that uh, waste might be going, where the organic matter could be going and how it can be, you know, helping out uh, the living, the animals, the biodiversity, how we could be protecting the planet by our habits, by our practices. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that I've been learning a lot about lately is, you know, there is just a difference in produce that you buy, even organics, because And it really begins with the seed in the soil and that our soil has become very depleted. So therefore, our food is really not what it, what it should be for our bodies to give us the nutrients that we really need, which therefore could be part of the problem of why we are not or why we are getting sick, right? Mm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, when we can create the, you know, the analogy between... Uh, how plants are like in our being in this case fed or like you know how we live life mm -hmm. uh, we try to have a healthy uh, lifestyle you know through like exercising eating uh, organics eating the right type of like veggies fruits and proteins uh, we really are uh, strengthening our immune system same same thing goes for the plants when we mm. provide the the right soil with the right nutrients they're able to fight off uh pests and uh, uh situations where could, they could be vulnerable to not uh flourish right, right. Uh, so in this case uh we are really supporting life and that's why you know we have in us as uh, as part of our commitment we are compost for life which is you know for the well-being of our planet It's not enough for one individual. We're here as part of an ecosystem. We don't mm. own the ecosystem. So, but we definitely have a, a very big impact on what goes on. Uh, so it's our responsibility to start driving a change. It's our responsibility to start doing the right things. Um, so that's why this uh, movement is such a fulfillment for us. And can anybody compost? Like I live in an apartment building now. I moved mm -hmm. out of my house, you know, and uh, so does it work wherever you live? Yes, yes. So that's uh, our goal, right? Um, uh, to provide uh, compost uh, services to anyone. It doesn't really matter if you live in a sky rise or in a very small apartment or you don't have a backyard. Uh, you can still compost by using uh, our services uh, in this case because we're basically doing the hard work for you and mm -hmm. then you get the the compost back, right? Um, so it's really establishing that connection, like, you know, what happens. Uh, so yes, anyone uh, can compost, yes. And what does it look like in, a, in your kitchen? Uh, yeah, so the way it's in my kitchen is um, since we generate, I love cooking at home and cutting my fruits and veggies. I have what we call a kitchen caddy on 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 my like on the over the counter mm -hmm. um, on on the countertop, and uh, basically I collect all the organics there. Okay, everything that I'm not using or like you know leftovers, and then I take that to my a five-gallon bean that uh -huh. later will be picked up and then take it to a farm 
to go through a composting process. Very nice. And what else can go into compost? Because I know that, for example, there are now like uh, the straws compostable or a plate or your utensils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, some, um, that's uh, very interesting, you know, because um, there are now a lot of uh, items that we see out in the market or when we go to a coffee shop that they claim to be compostable. Mm-hmm. However, we um, use what is called ASP process, which is stand for aerated static pile. And it's more of a form of like backyard composting. Uh, With that, we don't take anything that contains uh, PLA as part of their materials. What's Uh, that? PLA is polactic acid and uh, it's a form of plastic that is derived from natural materials Uh. instead of uh, derived from petroleum base uh, materials. Okay, so it's supposed to be, it's actually like in a more natural way, but it's still a process plastic. So you need more of a, a municipality type of composting facility, okay, or an industrial composting facility. Uh, so you just have to be well informed of uh, what are those options within your community uh, because um, the items that we can take are those that are backyard uh, compostable. So we've done uh, different uh, testing uh-huh. at our farm and um, it's amazing. Uh, when you look at a banana peel, uh, you know, fruits and berries, like, you know, you could have like a pineapple or like, you know, spinach, or you have like, you know, rice, grains, coffee grounds, and you see them and you like see the entire uh, decomposition process. And when you're monitoring the factors, like, you know, from humidity, mm-hmm. uh, temperature, uh, uh, water, uh, you actually see how it turns, nature turns set into this rich uh, nutrient soil that can mm-hmm. be later used to grow your own food. So uh, to me, it's just amazing how, like, you know, for, through so many years, Mother Nature has been able to provide us uh, the form of life, right? It's yeah. just like we're all part and uh, uh, fruits, veggies should be composted. It shouldn't be ending in a landfill causing uh, pollution and, and contamination. Yeah, it really puts us more in connection to what really mm-hmm. is, right? Um, mm-hmm. The way our ancestors understood the <laughs> yes, cycle. Yeah. Yes, yes. What are some misconceptions or misunderstandings that people have around compost? Uh, um I think, you know, one of them is the one that we just, you know, discuss is uh, the PLA, okay? Mm-hmm. That's uh, a big one. Uh, there is a lot of confusion on, like, you know, what items we can compost and what we cannot compost. If we look at it, um, anything that grows, okay, it can be composted, uh, even ourselves, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. uh, but uh, we're not there yet, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That is, you know, what we're doing. But um, uh, that's, you know, one big part. Also, there is a lot of concerns about the odors that it generates. Um, we, uh, we don't accept any type of uh, meats, either raw or cooked. Hmm. Um, the reason for that is because um, uh, it brings a lot of uh, pests uh, to our farm. 
And then if you don't keep uh, all that oxygen going through, mm -hmm. uh, you might have uh, bad odors. Uh, but if you would be to come to our farm, you'll see that the odor is like nothing. Like you just say, walk around and yeah, you can see like, you know, different uh, organics uh, going through a process, but there is like, nothing uh, bad, okay? And uh, there is this, you know, this idea that uh, all the compost would be, you know, smelly mm -hmm. as long as you keep it, you know, with oxygen and you skip the right items in there. Mm -hmm. uh, that's completely fine. Uh, we do not accept um, uh, is uh, oils and greases because they delay the uh, composting process. Mm. Uh, and then dairy, you could add like, you know, like maybe like eggs, um, milk, uh, even cheese, but just a little bit okay it, it cannot be like the predominant uh items into a compost bin okay so this is again how your compost company works but there mm -hmm. are industrial compost companies i know that i come from seattle and seattle offers compost um it's matter of fact you have to compost um they won't accept it in the landfill mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. that those companies you can put the meats and the dairies and all of that um yes I've also heard that people are concerned about bugs, but I'm like, what's the difference between the food going in your trash can and the food going in a compost bin, right? It's mm -hmm. like, I think that we have this idea that we separate them out when we kind of go, we're putting them in different bins mm -hmm. as opposed to just when it goes in the landfill or just your regular trash can, right? There mm -hmm. seems to be that misconception, I find. Yes, yes. One, and when you look at it, uh, we run into situations when we work directly with businesses uh -huh. that um, they may be purchasing from a supplier all these compostable items, yeah. but then they're sending those compostable items uh, or serviceware to a landfill, which is defeating the purpose of what they're trying to do. Uh, same thing goes with a lettuce. You know, if you have a lettuce and you put it in, in the bin that is going to a landfill, a lettuce could last more than five to six years hmm. without decomposing because if you keep it without oxygen, yeah. really like, you know, it would not go through a process. So you're say taking up a space and that's what we don't want. We do need landfills, but we need landfills for the right items, not for organic uh, scraps. And do you take greens as well from the backyard? Yes, so we take uh, grains, uh, also uh, coffee grounds, uh, tea bags, uh, compostable uh, liners as well, even like, you know, uh, cardboard mm -hmm. right nowadays that there is like, you know, so much shipping going on. Uh, we we yeah. take that, we receive from um, uh, landscapers their yard trims uh, because it's our source of carbon uh, that then would be mixed up with our source of nitrogen, which is your uh, food scraps. What about pizza boxes? Yeah, you can. However, uh, we don't like taking grease, right? So if like, ah. you know, it's like full of grease and soaked up in it, uh, we prefer not to okay. uh, because of the, it would delay the process. Yes. Okay. Thinking about the holidays, what about Christmas trees? Yes, absolutely. We actually encourage people to buy uh, natural Christmas trees instead of artificial for uh, reasons that we don't want to contribute, you know, to the process of making a tree when you can just uh, help out and have like, you know, more of a sustainable way of doing it. 
growing them, for example, on a Christmas tree plantation with the intention mm. that they will be cut down and then they can go back to nature, right? So it becomes exactly. this very full cycle. Uh, pumpkins. Yes, absolutely. We take pumpkins. Yes. Yes. What mm. else am I not thinking about that you would would take uh, around the holidays, for example? Yeah. Well, we also take uh, bread. Okay. Um, even like, uh, why well, not? Pasta might not be related to the holidays, but we take uh, pasta, uh, rice. Um, uh, so we take you know many different items that uh, can be. Uh, composting. Uh, as part of our program, we provide a label with the list of what we accept and what we don't. Uh, but it's always um, wise to ask, you know, because if you put the wrong items into a bin, then it creates a lot of work at the farm. And um, uh, yeah, I think, like, you know, if there's something that you're not sure about, it, you can always ask uh, to your community composter or find out um, on internet. And can people gift your compost to another person? Yeah, absolutely. You can say, hey, you know, I would like to <laughs> donate this to so-and-so. And then, yeah, you ah. can even, like, put a letter or, like, you know, write something. So, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and um, I guess you could also do that maybe for an, an organization if you want to be philanthropic and it's a charity, right? It's, like, a great way to help in your community, perhaps, is to, you know, gift a year of compost to your favorite 501c3. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Especially so. one to have a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> one, and uh, one of the things that is very exciting as well is um, uh, working with the schools because mm. uh, when you see, you know, uh, the kids, how excited they get to start using their compost and like building their or like garden beds and growing yeah. their food so they see this you know uh, it's a process obviously it takes 120 days from yeah. beginning to end but it, it it doesn't really end it just continues on uh so it's very powerful when you see uh these uh, younger generations really you know trying to understand and, and see the connection that we have and the and the impact uh, so it's very beautiful. Uh, so it's um, one of the things that you look back and you're like, wow, like, you know, this is so cool that we can contribute in, you know, in a little way uh, to our community, to mm. our school, to our kids, to our society, uh, yeah. because that's, you know, what really matters. Uh, we are here uh, for such a short period of time. When you look at uh, the number of years that, Earth has existed, according to scientists, is looking at 4.5 billion years. We're only here if we're lucky for 100 years. And why not look at it and say, you know what, like, let's contribute. Let's do something that will help current generations and future generations and learn from our mistakes. You know, like it's been an evolution for us as an organization and as an individual to be where we are, yeah, we make mistakes, but mm. that doesn't mean that we're going to make that same mistake again, right? right. So we need to evolve. Uh, so and I think, you know, composting is the right thing to do. That's what it comes down. Uh, yeah. So we need to question ourselves with everything we do. Are we using reusable uh, uh, bottles? Are we, you know, bringing all our silverware to a restaurant or like in a place where they're giving uh, things that could be single use 
type of items? Why do we need to generate so much waste when we as individuals can start driving a change? Same thing goes as a consumer. When mm. we go to a business, is this business being eco-friendly? Do they what do they do with their waste? Do they care about the environment? Or are they using all stereoform and plastic bags still? And it's just kind of like, you know, questioning where we go, who we support, what yeah. we eat, everything has an impact. So it's really having that right mindset and that right understanding. I don't think, you know, it's, yeah. I'm not perfect. I'm still like, you know, yeah. learning every day, but trying to push myself to that next level. Yeah, I'm. I am always learning. You taught me something recently, uh, because I would I would still put some food down the disposal, you know. And I think I asked you about that. Like, you know, is that should I not put my my coffee grounds down? Because I do a French press and it's wet, right? It's not like a it. It's just a little bit harder to get it out of my fresh out of my French press. But I I realized when you you know, said, well, we don't really know where that goes. And instead we can turn it, you know, back into the soil. And I'm like, of course, you know, that right there, it's like, okay, it takes me a minute more to kind of push all of my, you know, leftovers in the, that I'm peeling into the corner and then I'll get my compost. Uh, I actually keep mine in the freezer because I live in an apartment building. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, keep my, I, I keep my small one in the freezer and then I'll pull it mm -hmm. out. I'll put my stuff into it. And then I and then, you know, I put it into the bigger one before they come and pick it up, mm -hmm. uh, which they just come outside my door and take it away once a week. So it's really great. But yeah, it's a constant, it's a constant learning. And um, I'm also discovering that like just asking questions when I do go out, you know, do people, you know, does the restaurant compost or express, you know, like that would be really important for me or let people know yeah. like why composting, what's the importance of it or you know, uh, I don't want styrofoam or I actually can take my own to go, can, like I can bring my containers and say, could you please put my food in to my tiffin, which is kind of like how the Indians do, right? They're like <laughs> yeah. the tins, you know, so there's just so many different ways that we each as individuals can contribute. And mm -hmm. I think composting is a big one because it does keep the life cycle going. And I think mm -hmm. that's super important when our soils are depleting and, uh, you know, just running off and eroding, right? We just need to keep adding back. And that is something of value that one person can do to make a difference. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and when you mention, you know, the amount of um, uh, soil that mm. we have for areas that are fertile to grow food. So I one of my favorite books is called uh, Teaming with Microbes by Jeff Lowell. Uh, he explain, explains in that book, if you take an apple, okay, and you take 75% of it, like the skin off, mm -hmm. represent the oceans, right? So we only have about, what, like 25% left. Then if you take, you know, an or 15 from uh, urban cities, mountains, areas that, cannot, that you cannot grow food, uh -huh. then you have only 10%. That is like fertile soil. Now you see the world population growing exponentially. Now it's becoming not a need, it's an urgent matter mm. that we change our mind because we need to have fertile soils. We need to have the right nutrients in the soil. 
uh, when we compost, we're reducing those synthetical fertilizers, we're reducing the amount of pesticides, we're in balance with nature. And I am a strong believer that everything that is happening now is because we're living in an unbalanced state uh, with our environment. Mm-hmm. When you look at you know the amount of hurricanes, storms, uh, things happening, even like you know a pandemic, it's really trying what is happening. How are we living? We are not in tune with nature. Mm-hmm. We are just thinking about ourselves as individuals. When we start thinking about our community, when we start thinking about our cities, our people, our neighbors, that's when we start like, you know, being in, in balance. When we look at our waterways or plants yeah. or animals, we need to look after them. And it's a very powerful way to do it. It's just one way, but there are many others, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's how we're all interconnected at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's reconnecting. Absolutely. Well. Mm-hmm. This has been really rich in um, in really understanding the life cycle and mm-hmm. how each of us can participate and contribute and our part, really. You know, I think that there is just, there is a cost to uh, consuming. And I think that mm-hmm. is that we need to think about, you know, the end. Mm-hmm. Like we need to buy with the end in mind. So, um, exactly. so thank you for, you know, sharing your wisdom with us around compost and love for people to know how to find you if they're in the Miami area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we service uh, Miami-Dade County and Broward County. Um, so you can find us at, uh, at uh, compost for life in mm-hmm. on Instagram and then on our website, which is uh, compost for life, Miami.com. Oh, that's great. There's one other thing I wanted to, um, to bring up too, that you guys keep track of the diversion rate, right? Mm-hmm. If you are uh, subscribing to your company. Yeah. So every time that we come and uh, pick up uh, your organics, uh, we wait how much you are diverting from the landfill. So when you go on onto an online account, you'll see in real time how much you have diverted and your impact as an individual uh, and what does that mean. Yes. Yeah, that's a really Mm -hmm. nice aspect. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you for taking the time today to be here with us. Really Mm -hmm. appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, Ashley. Thank you for um, supporting what we're doing. And it's not about Compost for Life. It's more about a greater cost that we are all together on this. Absolutely. Happy holidays. (laughs) Happy holidays. Thank Thank you. Thanks for listening. Sharing the show or an episode that really resonated with you, with friends or on social media, is always appreciated. For podcast updates, please subscribe at ecogal.tv forward slash subscribe. Graphic elements and logos, courtesy of Linda Cornelius. Audio editing by Danielle Mikesell. Our theme music was created by Taylor Pye. You can find us on Instagram at EcoGal TV. We appreciate your support and we value your time and energy. So we hope you found this useful and of value. Thank you for listening. See you back here soon. And until then, stay curious.